In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome back, storytellers, to the Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and today we're going to talk PR, how to get in front of other people's audiences. OPA, remember we've talked about that before, uh, but before that we get started with our amazing guest, this is brought to you by StoryCruise.com, the number one resource for finding videographers and editors that know marketing that can get you results. All right, so today's guest is Christina Nicholson from Media Maven. Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. I am so excited to be on the podcast that has the best intro out of all of the million plus <laughs> podcasts out there. Um, we're getting ready to redo it, but uh, yeah. We Why? Because it's, it's been three years, two years of oh, it. So it's like time for a new so one, but thank good. you. Uh, we, uh, I'm, I'm, my friend Tony Gremmar did a great job announcing it. Um, so uh, Christina, so you've been in PR. Tell us a little bit about, because we're going to get into you know, what's working right now in PR, people in front of TVs, they're in front of media more than ever. And it's a huge opportunity for every business. That's why I wanted to have you on. But before we get into that and what's really working right now, tell me a little bit about how you got into this. Yeah, I actually, I don't have a PR background at all. And that I think is what helped me. So my background is in TV. I was a reporter and anchor for 10 years. Um, and in that time I was being pitched a lot. I got hundreds of emails every day and most of the emails were pretty bad. They were from business owners or they were from publicists at PR agencies who clearly wanted to get that TV time. They wanted that exposure without spending thousands of dollars on advertising. And it was very clear that the people sending those pitches never actually worked in a newsroom. They didn't know what we did on a day-to-day -day basis. They didn't know how we chose our stories, how we put them together, the whole thing. Um, so I had a couple of kids when I was working in TV news. TV news um, does not have the most flexible schedule in the world, as you can imagine. <laughs> you can't really like run a rerun on a holiday and a hurricane, you have to stand in it for 12 hours. So. I needed something a little bit more flexible, having a couple of kids. My family's not here. My husband's family isn't down here. And my husband at the time was a golf pro. So he worked weekends and holidays and early mornings. So I said, okay, well, you know what? I might as well just get a job at a PR agency because clearly they're doing something wrong. And it's funny because I started applying for jobs at PR agencies and they would ask me if I had agency experience. And I would say, no, you know, I'm coming from this TV station. And then they would say, oh, well, if you don't have agency experience, we don't want to hire you. And I was like, listen, I delete most of the emails you send me. So if you want to like stop that, switch it, change it, rearrange it, then you should hire me because I can tell you why I'm deleting your pitches. Finally, somebody saw the value in that. And they hired me at their agency. I worked there for six months. It was one of those terrible working environments where you leave the boss and not the job. 
And then I started being what I called a professional freelancer. And I just worked as a freelancer on my own. I would find clients on LinkedIn or Upwork and I would get them media exposure. And then I kind of accidentally started building a team. And now five years later, I have a team of eight and we help earn people media exposure without spending any money on advertising. Nice, nice. And so what, you know, I want to talk about what's, you know, the techniques that are working now, but let's talk a little bit about um, the results that you've gotten. And I want to and then tell me about little, the wrong ways to get those results. But would you mind talking okay. a little bit about some of the results you've gotten and what that's meant to those businesses? Yeah. So I think, I mean, I can start from the very beginning when I was a freelancer and I found this client on Upwork um, and they had an app. It was two guys. They had a side hustle. Um, one of them worked full time, I think at a bank and the other one was a personal trainer and they started an, an app, which was like a running app. So if I'm in Florida, I am, and you are in Colorado and we want to race each other, we can do that with this app. Um, so side hustle, not making any money, doing it on nights and weekends. And they said, we hired somebody to do our PR and it's just not working. And I said, okay, well, what are they pitching? And they said, you know, they're pitching the app. And I'm like, well, that's not going to work because how many fitness apps are there? Like that's not newsworthy. Nobody cares about another fitness app. So instead I said, we're going to promote you guys. And by default, the app is going to get promotion. So one of the guys was a personal trainer. Obviously we're going to get him into a lot of fitness media because he has that expertise. So we're going to set him up as an expert. The other guy, he used to weigh 400 pounds and he lost 200 pounds through running. And that was kind of what sparked this idea to create this app. So we're going to tell his story and by default, the app is going to get promotion. So I worked with them for just three months. And in those three months, we got them in the Washington Post. They were based in Washington. So we got them on TV at a local TV station in Washington that led to the Washington Post, which when, when, once you get something in the Washington Post, it's automatically picked up like everywhere. It was in the Chicago Tribune that piqued the interest of the Today Show. They were on the Today Show telling their story, sharing their app. And that's like something that is important that you're on the Today Show. Like clearly you get millions of people learning about you. You get that credibility for being on the Today Show. However, there's a lot of people watching the Today Show that hate running, me being one of them. So it's important to also go after those smaller niche outlets. Their number one goal was Runner's World, which is a magazine and a website clearly niche towards people who like running. It took us from starting to pitch. Granted, I worked with these guys for three months, pitched Runner's World probably three different times with three different angles, pitching a few different journalists there. They did get in Runner's World, but it took almost a year for that to happen. And also keep in mind that magazines also work three months in advance. So maybe it took like six months for it to happen, but almost a year for people to actually see it. And the Runner's World hit was so much better than the Today Show hit because everybody reading runner's world was interested. So the conversion rate was higher when it comes to app downloads. So got a lot of great coverage for them, but I just want to highlight everybody because everybody says, I want to be on Oprah. I want to be on today. Good morning, America. And it's like, do you want to look cool or do you want to make money? Look yep. cool. Sometimes it helps you make money, but there are quicker, easier ways to make money. And I promise you will look cool in the long run. Yep. Yeah, that's such an important, important, important fact because it's, it's comes the same thing with like YouTube video views. It's like, how long before I get to a million views? I'm like, 
but do you really want a million views? And I was just looking at the stat. If you get a million views, you can make like $7,000 off that million views. That's a lot of work for $7,000. Or you could have a highly targeted video, which some of our clients have had that has a hundred views that's made them $600,000. And same thing with this, you know, it's, it's, that's a great and very important mindset. And, and obviously in PR. And I, I think that the fact that you were looking at the story, how did you find those stories? Did you do, how do you go about finding that story inside of there? I mean, obviously you're a journalist, so you have some techniques. Yeah, I mean, and that's honestly the hardest part for every client because you can find this great story and then guess what? A month later, you got to find another one because a story is not going to be relevant year round. Like the news works in a cycle. If it's not, if you don't give the media a reason to do the story right now, it's probably not that newsworthy. And you need to find a reason to get them to say yes now, or you're going to be put on the back burner and then maybe they'll get to it later. So that's honestly the hardest part is finding that newsworthy story. Um, and yes, it helps being a journalist because we would have a meeting every morning and we would talk about, okay, this is what's going, number one, this is what's going on. Like what is going on in the world? What are we going to cover? How does it relate to our local news here? You know, my last market was the Miami Fort Lauderdale market. So why is it relevant to people living here? And then after that, you go to, well, there's not a whole lot going on. So what are the pitches? What are some stories we could do? Then you check your email. So I think the low hanging fruit for people is to look at what's already happening in your industry. What are people already talking about? And then you can piggyback off of that. So for example, I remember specifically doing a story. Um, it was like the day after Corey Monteith from Glee died of a heroin overdose. And everybody was talking about, you know, A, that he died from a heroin overdose. And then the story after that was that heroin is like this new drug making a comeback from the 80s. So then I remember doing a story with some kind of doctor or an addiction specialist. And I don't remember if my station reached out to him or if he had PR who reached out to us, but that's just an example of jumping on something that people are already talking about. It's already in the headlines. So how can you make it relevant to yourself to get the coverage? Because if there wasn't a reason, like why else would we talk to an addiction specialist on that day? You have to tie it into what's happening. I had another client in my media mentoring program who she is a mom and she works from home and she wanted to talk about how she helps other moms, you know, make money from home with a side hustle. And I said, okay, I mean, it's a great story. It's super, it's really super relevant all the time, but why should we do it now? So I did some Google searches and I found that there was a study just out that month that said four out of 10 women are the breadwinners in their house. So I said, okay, this study was just done. Like that's our hook. That's what gives them a reason to do this story right now. And literally two days after we started working together, she was on TV at the local Fox station in Charlotte talking about how she does it and how other moms could do it too. But the lead into that story was that new study with those new numbers. Nice. And yeah, and that's, I mean, this seems like a lot of work, but you, you have a system. Is all this stuff in that, because you tell me a little bit about your masterclass that's free that you have available. Yeah. So I have, I mean, there's a few different ways to work with me. When I started, I started as a freelancer, grew a team. I have an agency where we do everything for you. But then I started getting a lot of people messaging me saying, you know, I want PR. People can't do business with me if they don't know about me. So how do I get the word out there? 
without having a budget. And I said, well, why don't I just tell you what to do and you do it? So that's kind of how the online course came about and my media mentoring program. But I do offer at um, pitchpublicityprofit.com. Um, shocker, you learn how to pitch to get publicity to earn profit. <laughs> and in that, in that masterclass, I actually share an exact pitch that got one of my media mentoring clients on TV in San Diego. So she was a nutritionist and she wanted to get in front of more moms in her area. And this was around fall. So again, talking about not just sending something out to the media to promote yourself, like make it newsworthy, make it timely, a reason to do it now. This was in the fall. So the pitch that we came up with was things to pack in your kid's lunchbox, but they would actually eat it and come home with an empty lunchbox because most parents have that problem. It's back to school time. We pitched that two days later. They said, okay, great. We want to have you on. So she went on TV. She had her pretty table with her foods and different things. She did a live five minute segment. So at pitchpublicityprofit.com, you will get the pitch word for word, what we sent. So you can copy, paste that, make your changes so you can see what worked. And then we talk about the publicity, how she did such a good job when she was on TV that right after she started earning profit, people saw her on TV and because she was on TV, they assumed she was an influencer. First time on TV, but the, they don't know that. They just see somebody on TV talking about food because she's a nutritionist or a dietitian. So they assume she's an influencer. So there were brands, local food brands in San Diego who were contacting her saying, I will pay you to promote my brand on your website. And they were saying, I will pay you to go on TV and talk about my brand. So even though her goal was to get more clients as a dietitian, she actually started making money in another way and building her personal brand as an influencer in her space. So at pitchpublicityprofit.com, I kind of just share everything from start to finish of her first TV appearance, what happened before, during, and after. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Make sure to check that out, folks. Because I mean, we talk about authority building all the time. And when you build authority like this, you see what happens. Not only do you get other opportunities, but also you know, when clients come to you, yeah, you're getting clients, but they're kind of pre-sold, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it makes the sales process ridiculously easy because when you reach out to somebody cold, you probably ignore them. You don't know them, like them, or trust them. When you build a personal brand, you're known, liked, and trusted. And this is why I like podcasts so much because I am people listening to you right now. They already know, like, and trust you mm -hmm. because you brought me on your show. They almost by default, know, like, and trust me because they know you're not going to bring an idiot on to talk about some nonsense because that's just not your style. And if it was, they wouldn't listen to you. So you just earn that no, like, and trust factor so much faster people are hearing my story. They're going to get to know, like, and trust me right away if they didn't right off the bat because you invited me on and you're already a trusted source. So I like, I like podcasts more than other mediums. Um, you hear my voice. I mean, it's the same as video. You hear my voice. You, you see what I look like when I'm saying things, you know, it's not like when you type and everybody reads it in a different tone and some people get offended and other people think it's funny and you can't read sarcasm. It's just when you have, when you have that voice and you get to know somebody, it makes the sales process so much easier and people want to work with people. They don't want to work with businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's why Oprah is who she is. That's why Gary Vee is who he is. That's why you pay attention to people because you know, I mean, I, 
I was just shopping for something and I said, I love Sarah Blakely from Spanx. So I'm going to get the Spanx version of this. Like that's, that's how powerful it is. I don't even think people realize how much they pay attention to personal branding and their own consumer behavior. But if you stop to pay attention, um, you'll see it's very prevalent. That's all. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so true. And I, I talk about Oprah all the time and you know, she's famous for being on TV. <laughs> but people, you know, it's like, if, and I was just talking about this the other day. If you sat down, even if you don't like Oprah, if you sat down next to her and she's like, here, read this book, you're going to probably read that book. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, and that just all comes from that exposure, but you know, coming back to the podcast thing, cause the podcast interviews I think is, is, I agree with you. It's fantastic. It's an easy way to get out there in front of super focused audiences. And you were talking that you think this is your best PR opportunity, easy PR opportunity. How do you go about getting on the right podcast interviews, you know, and doing the interviews? What's, what are your secret sauces to that? Yeah. So this is something that like, it's been a work in progress for years. For me, honestly, with my PR agency, the last three clients I brought on have reached out to me after hearing me on a podcast interview. No joke. And that is, that just speaks to how powerful they are. So I like it for me personally to build my brand and as a lead generator. And I like it for my clients because it does the same thing. So I have a few tips. It is hard to find good podcasts. And that's just because I think I think these, you know, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, I, they don't really make it easy for you to find a lot because there's over a million podcasts out there. Over half of them are inactive, meaning somebody started a podcast and then they just stopped recording episodes. And, you know, the ones that are at the top of the charts, it's hard to get a guest spot on them because they get hundreds of pitches a day. Many times they're bringing on their own celebrity friends. So, um, you really have to do your homework. Something that I do, I mean, I've created software to act. I don't know if you know that, Ian. I created no. a soft, yeah. It's called Podcast Cloud. I created it for myself and my agency to help us search podcasts that are popular, search them by category, by keyword, and like build a, what we call in the industry is a pitch list. You basically have a spreadsheet of all the information you need to pitch people. Um, and the way, the way I suggest people pitch podcasts is one, go after what is your audience listening to if you have an audience of business owners then look in the business category there's subcategories like entrepreneurship marketing management look at those podcasts you don't want to start with the one that gets tens of thousands of downloads a month because you want to a practice you don't want to be an idiot on a podcast the first time you're on so you want to start with the smaller ones and if you don't have any other media exposure and this person googles you and they find nothing they're probably not going to be super excited about having you on like that again, building a personal brand. So start small and work your way up, get on a bunch of different podcasts. I, I said, yes, I think to any old podcast for like four years, I wasted time recording one hour podcast episodes to get one listen from one person, but that's what you have to do. So you have to re and reach out to these people one by one. Okay. Let me tell you, this happens in TV too. Do not send an email and BCC 500 podcast <laughs> posts at the same time, okay? Because A, we know what you're doing and you look lazy and you're not going to get on that way. And B, 
when you send an email and you say, Hey, Christina, I heard your podcast episode with Pat Flynn. I love this, that, the other. Or if you mention something, like you follow me on Twitter and you saw that I tweeted something about a book I was reading, like you already are leaps and bounds of everybody else that has pitched me. Like pay attention. If you really want to be on a podcast, follow that podcaster on Twitter, on Instagram, like chat back and forth and then pitch them. It makes a huge, huge difference. I actually have Ian, if I can share another freebie, I have the exact pitch that got me on Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income podcast the first time. I share the exact pitch and what happened after. So you can see that at podcastclout.com slash Pat. And I got on, let me tell you how this happened. I got on the first time, I pitched him, I got no answer. So I followed up and then I got an answer and then we booked something and then we recorded something and then it went live. And then I got a lot of people on my email list. I got some business. I started a relationship with Pat from that. I was on his podcast again. I got accepted into his, um, his mastermind. And when I was on his podcast that second time, it led to even more money because of his audience and because they got to know, like, and trust me and came back. So it's like, it's, it's just crazy how fast the ROI is in podcasts. Like we talked about the Today Show, great for credibility. Makes you look cool. Lots of people get to know you. That's important. Podcasts are more direct. You get the RI quicker. You, you see the advantages like literally that same day that podcast goes live. So there's just, it's something so different about it, but just make sure when you do pitch, you're being personal to the podcast host. You're pitching them the way they want to be pitched. Like look at their website. Maybe they have an online form and that's how you apply. And just one last thing about this, because I don't know if this drives you crazy, Ian, when you have guests on, it drives me crazy. And it drives me crazy when I have clients who don't do this. After you're on a podcast episode, like share the link, tell people, <laughs> I was just on Ian's podcast, go here to listen to it. And when you share it on social, tag Ian on social media, like, the, the amount of people who earn media exposure, whether it be on podcasts or traditional media and say, oh, great, I earned exposure. That's it. Now everybody's going to find me and love me. It's, it's unbelievable. It doesn't work like that. Where you get the profit from the publicity is sharing it and telling people about it. Like I wrote for Inc. Magazine for two years. I never got a client from somebody who read an article in Inc. directly. I get the clients when I share those articles on LinkedIn and people say, oh, you write for Inc. That's cool. How can I get something in Inc? Like it's sharing the media where you actually get the publicity. So okay. or you get the profit from the publicity and you get more publicity. You make it live longer. So like do, do yourself a favor and do the media a favor and share the attention that they're giving you. I have had clients that, you know, we earn the media, we give it to them. We say, Hey, please share this, please tag them. And when we go back to pitch them to the same person again, the journalist will straight up say your client didn't share this last time. So we're going to go with their competition and give them attention because they may share it. Wow. It's super That's important. And I know it's crazy that people don't share it. Like it's okay. Like you have to do PR on your PR. It's not like you're bragging, like tell people, look, I was featured here. That's how you build a personal brand. You can't keep it a secret. You got to do PR <laughs> on your PR. Yeah. No one else is going to brag about you. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And so um, 
from being a journalist, what, how do you do better, be a better interviewee on a podcast? A better interviewee. I think you just have to like, keep it real. I mean, that's, that sounds so cliche. Let me rephrase. Cause everybody's like, be your authentic self. I'm like, okay, we got it. That's right. That's like the, the key to everything. Um, I don't like it when people try to like hold back. So like, oh, well you have to purchase my services to find out more about like, don't do that. Like just share what you got to share. Yep. When people spend money with you, they're, they're spending money with you because you're the shortcut. You know, like I could share all my, not, I mean, I do, I tell everybody how to do everything, but they still have to do it. You know what I mean? Like just share everything. If they want you, they'll come to you. Don't yep. hold things back. Um, obviously honesty is important. I feel like we live in this world where people, honestly, I feel like a lot of people don't even care about making money. They just care about looking cool on the internet and people are broke <laughs> they're spending they're legit spending like a million dollars to have a million dollar business they profit nothing just so they can get on the internet and say look at me i have a million dollar business and they oh. rent their they rent their fancy cars or fancy houses for their photo shoots like don't be that person because like we see you and you you don't look as successful as you're saying you are so like don't be that um i just i've i i think I might be a little, like, I've never had a filter and it's sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it does not work <laughs> for me. Um, so I just, I mean, I say whatever's on my mind. I think, especially if you're a business owner and you're going to put yourself out there, you cannot be afraid of what people are going to say about you. You cannot be afraid of the comment section of offending people. No matter what you do, trust today, somebody will be offended no matter what you say or do. So, I mean, and I think this also comes from me working in TV, like please, a female working in TV, like you would not believe the viewers emails and comments and everything else. So I think I've grown a thick skin to where, you know, people can say whatever and it doesn't bother me. Um, I could tell you about all the death threats I got from the believers when I did a story when Justin Bieber was arrested for drag racing in Miami. You would not believe, you would not believe what the believers were sending me. It was next level but i think so many people they're afraid to just like they're afraid to give too much because they're afraid people are going to judge them they're afraid you know they're going to offend somebody they're afraid oh if i give this away they're not going to do business with me and i just i just think none of that is true and you just have to kind of get over that yep i oh i agree i mean and i, I give away the best stuff like gary v says too it's like only one percent of the people might take action on any of this stuff and it's just amazing and you can give the exact instructions and people won't take action. So you're afraid of that. No, but you show that you know what you're talking about. I've had guests on where they're just so vague. I'm like, oh. And if, you, and if you go back, you'll be able to find those guests because they're 10-minute interviews. I'm like, all right, that was good. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why when I said be your authentic self, like that sounds ridiculous. And I hate it when people say that. Like, this is how you need to be successful on Instagram. Just be yourself. Like, no, there's a little bit more to it than that. But I think really, I feel like the reason people hold back is because they're afraid of what other people are going to say, or they're afraid they're going to give away too much and people won't do business with them. And I think both of those things, A, you need to get over and B, just aren't true. It's very true. Very true. So, um, you know, we can find you at, at mediamavenandmore.com if, if they want to work with you. And it's a different 
environment. It's not traditional PR, which I love because God, I've, no. I've worked with PR agencies and they're like, yeah, you know, pitchpublicityprofit.com is where you can learn. But this has been fantastic, Christina. Thank you so much. You know, I think everyone should start pitching people. Just start sending those pitches out and annoy 100%. them. hundred <laughs> percent. People, people can't do business with you if they don't know about you. And like the biggest mistake people make is they say, oh, I can't do PR yet because I'm not big enough. I'm not making enough money. And it's like, no, it's the other way around. You're not big enough or making enough money because nobody knows about you. This is how you get people to know about you. And it's not you telling everybody you're great. It's not you spending money to tell everybody you're great. It's you having somebody else tell everybody you're great. It's really like a referral. Earning media is like the biggest referral everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly, exactly. And it's that transfer of trust that we talked about before that it's so important, so important. And it's a big opportunity and there's more and more, and there's more and more media outlets. So stop oh. going for the big ones, right? Yeah. You can make your own. I mean, everybody has their own, right? Like that's why you have popular YouTube channels and podcasters. I mean, we didn't get into influencers, but like influencers are their own media companies, you know, like I've been, I've been a guest. I've been a guest on somebody's popular YouTube channel that has turned into amazing leads for me. So like think outside the box. It doesn't have to be traditional media. Like look at the, the thought leaders who are making waves with their own forms of media. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, Christina, it's been great having you on. It was a lot of fun. Um, once again, mediamavenandmore.com. If you want her to help you find those stories and pitch them uh, and get them into the right media. Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Ian. It was nice chatting with you. All right. And uh, thank you all for watching, Christina and I. And make sure to take some action. Take action, take action, do something. Uh, this has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. What's up, storytellers? I hope you enjoyed that interview with Christina. She is fantastic. She's obviously had a lot of success. That's why I was excited to bring her on. And PR is a fantastic way to skyrocket your business. Now, it is tough. It is work. Um, you've got to write the correct pitch. You've got to pitch correctly. You've got to follow up the right way. And in a little masterclass for you inside of Story Cruise Insiders, Christina is going to show us exactly how to write that perfect pitch and how that got one person on Rachel Ray's show, exactly how they got them on there. Um, the pitch that they wrote, she's going to go through all that inside of Story Cruise Insiders. If you're a member, just go on inside there. It will be in there. If you are not a member, go to storycruise.com slash insiders. And inside there, once you join, not only get access to that amazing content, you'll get access to our storyboard blueprint course, our case story courses, monthly updates from me, um, access to our community. It is an amazing resource for next to nothing when you consider your return on investment. So I hope to see you inside Story Cruise Insiders. Just go to storycruise.com slash insiders to sign up. Video, you know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? 
The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook. 